So, you found yourself listening to this rewatch podcast for the TV show Black Mirror, and for that, well, thank you. But before we start, though, I'd like you to do something for me, if you could. Just a, a small favour. I know that we've only just met, but I would appreciate it. Just please pick up your phone. Now, come on, don't be shy. Just open it up. Have a look. Look at all those apps that you've got. The social media feeds. Know that you're holding quite a bit of power at your fingertips. Innovation. Innovation. All the technology that's in that phone. All the technology that we haven't experienced yet. Stuff that's just around. But it's all there. At your fingertips. Eh? I'd say it's great. But now, turn Turn it it off. off. But keep looking at the phone. Look past the blackness. Just stare. And look at yourself. You see, I feel it's important to do this. Look at yourself in the mirror. See your reflection staring back at you. And that's the outward appearance. The normal you. The you that people see. But, you see, it's only ever a matter of time before the flaws are revealed. Before the cracks start to show. Well, that's your shared reflection. And the following? Arawitz, 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 Arawitz. Welcome to Shattered Reflections. That's the name of this podcast. Also yeah. known as Shatref for short. <laughs> yep, I didn't realize we were going to go from uh, from name to funny abbreviation in five seconds, but you know what? I'll take it. I've adopted Shatref as our background name. But uh, yeah, no, this is Shattered Reflections. This is a Black Mirror rewatch podcast. Well, a rewatch for some of us. Yeah, I mean, we'll go straight into this actually then. Uh, we'll we'll just start this very quickly. I'm Ryan, and I have watched all but one episode of Black Mirror, I've realised. All uh, but one. All but one, because one, I just never got round to at the time. But given well, the then, current political climate, it'll be interesting to watch. Well, uh, I guess that makes you and I equal and opposite, because I, I'm Duncan, and uh, you Hello, may know Duncan. me from the Immaterial Gamers podcast, uh, and I have watched none but one episodes of Black Mirror, and that's the first one, which wow. we're talking about today. Sweet. So this, this is a whole new venture for you. Absolutely. I did absolutely zero research, and I watched it for the first time last night. So I am wow. as new and fresh as physically possible. Uh, you are on cool. virgin territory. Yes, that is correct. Mean... I am definitely virgin. Hey, virgin territory is a phrase that actually is used in the episode. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And uh, and Darius. Hello. I'm still alive. If you're wondering. Okay, cool. Darius is still alive, and you. Had... I wasn't worried, but now I am a little bit. <laughs> oh man, um, can we can we go on the idea that you've had a tumultuous relationship with Black Mirror then? Well. I've watched a few random episodes of this. Yeah. And I definitely seen the first one some time ago. Yeah. More more likely around the time it came out. Mm. So that's this episode is a rewatch. Probably second yeah. and third will not be, but then maybe the first or second episode from the second series might be a rewatch again. So yeah. Sweet. Sweet. So yeah, we've got various experiences of Black Mirror, but um, probably one of the questions that you're asking if you've actually just stumbled upon this podcast and randomly went, what's Black Mirror? Well, for a start, I can I can I find out what the price of your cave is? 
to be fair, I didn't really know what Black Mirror was before you started talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Price of my cave is about thirteen hundred and thirty dollars a month. Ah. Okay. Goes up about two percent a year. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thank you. Thank you, Duncan. Um. Yeah. I should. I should probably go on the idea that not everyone. It's. It's not as culturally big around the world. I mean, Netflix has changed that a little bit, but when Black Mirror first came out, it was intrinsically British. That's definitely uh, British. Yeah, and you know that's that sort of changed somewhat. But yeah, so Black Mirror is a anthology series, uh, standalone stories of sort of drama, horror, satire, black comedy, sometimes action. Many parallels have been drawn to uh, the Twilight Zone of yesteryear for good reason. I yeah. definitely got that feeling watching this. Yeah, definitely, and it's yeah the 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 underlying theme is sort of the use of technology or you know in in the in terms of social media vr um new technologies existing oh, yeah. concepts sort of yep. modernized concepts and we're, there's going to be lots to talk about that oh yeah yeah definitely um and oh, we'll get it out of here initially straight out of it so yeah there was a, a lot of internet discourse stating that they had some problems with the way that black mirror words so they were a bit scared of the idea of oh it's technology it's always what if x technology but bad or what if x technology but worse let me get it out there straight off i don't think that's ever going to be the case there are 20 well when this comes out which we're due to bring out on the day of the fifth series of Black Mirror, there will be 23 episodes. I'm going to say it now. There is one episode where the technology is inherently evil by design. The series kind of follows more on the idea of so the technology being there and it's the problem with humanity, the backward species that we are, using said technology for stupid reasons and nefarious ends or statements. And uh, yeah... So this all came from the mind of the critic, now writer, a Mr. Charlie Brooker. Before this, Charlie did you ever Brooker. know who he is? I do no. not know the dude. Okay. So he was the... He had a website called TV Go Home, which was just a satirical look on TV guides and, and shows, and then just became a critic from there. He's a creator of the Wipe series of stuff in the UK, which was a... So he had News Wipe, Screen Wipe, and Games Wipe, which is where I first found him. Um, okay. Yeah, quite a bit of a great guy, basically an angry so, man. Sounds like he likes to wipe a lot of shit. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, Wiping shit. <laughs> Funny joke. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. No, um, if, we, if we have a look at a sort of comparison in terms of the internet culture... Yatsi Croshaw of the Zero Punctuation series. Mm-hmm. He says he was inspired by TV Go Home. So ah. that sort of gives you the idea of what kind of sort of critic Charlie Brooker is. Yeah, it gives you my connection. Yeah. So uh, so that brings it there. But the the main thing is that he ended up into he ended up going into into writing. He did two sort of things. He did a sort of a weird well so I think it was a comedy series called Nathan Barley. Don't know much about it. Sorry, can't help you on there. Um, but he also did a spoof sort of horror thriller called Dead Set, which was what if the TV show Big Brother was still going on in the middle of a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the the con the concept the concept is sounds like fun. Yeah. 
There's a whole different meaning to uh, the idea of, uh, you know, getting voted out of the house. Yeah. Oh, right. You've now been evicted and... Oh, that's a, that's a shame. Uh, there goes Evicted, there goes Jenny. eviscerated, and engulfed. Yep. Um, but yeah, no. Um, so it's it's a it's a it's a co-production. This between him and his producer and co-showrunner Annabelle Jones. Other technical stuff. It was part of Zepatron, which was the name of the production company at the time, which is part of an Endemol thing who dealt with all the reality TV stuff like Big Brother. So you can kind of see where the uh, the links go there. It's now known as House of Tomorrow with the Netflix collaboration. We've had, well, we're going to have five series, two of which initially aired on our terrestrial TV in the UK of Channel 4, before then the series got picked up by Netflix and went huge. I like to refer to it as the terrestrial TV, like future seasons beyond, uh, future series beyond series two are all from like space. Yeah, 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 yeah so they're the extraterrestrial <laughs> TV channels. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so we've had that. There are now 23 episodes. At the time of recording, there are 20. Uh, two of which, two are specials. A Christmas special, which um, is certainly not a Christmas carol. And then the interactive film, Bandersnatch. But that's going to be its own problem. We'll get around to that later. But uh, based on that, I think we've had enough of the intro. And it's time to actually get into the first of our 23 episodes. For all the way back from season one, We've got the national anthem. The national anthem. Yep, I've got it right here. Well, oh, the national my, anthem, my, my anthem for Canada. Uh, oh, Canada. Uh, our home and native land. Yeah, and then that's, that's a God save. I'm not doing. I'm not singing. Um, I like that you got further with the Canadian one than the British one. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I hear it so much in competitions. When we get announced on the stage, that it just—it's just—it's just ingrained now. I like—I like to sample new anthems, but um, yeah. So this one came out on the fourth of December, two thousand and eleven. That's a while ago. That's yeah, uh, eight that's eight years ago. Seven and a half. Yes, yeah, so we're not far off. My God, how how time has has, has gone. It's um, funny how well I I have to say like when I found out how old this was I found, I found it shocking like how like relevant it was like yeah. in a meta sense and also like in a like very like direct sense like I drew some I drew some parallels I drew a lot of parallels between like you know some uh, the current political state of affairs in a few different countries mm. and uh, you know the the overall story of this uh, episode really uh, jumped off the page so to speak yeah. Definitely, and uh, yeah, to think, yeah, nearly eight years old, and it is still as well. It's timeless at this point because, yeah, like you said, still as relevant, 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 relevant now as it was eight years ago. Um, and uh, so- you, know, you talk about how this show is all about technology and such. Is that uh, Ryan? What's the first thing that you see and hear in this episode? Ah, oh, it is a phone. Yep, a smartphone. Well, it's a BlackBerry. Oh yeah, they've fallen. That's that's probably what's that's, not relevant now. That's the least. Uh, that's the part that aged the poorest. Yeah. So um, although yeah, so... I, I actually heard that President Obama, to go on a tangent here, had a BlackBerry because uh, it doesn't. It because it, it can't have like things with like it can't take video. The yes. president's not allowed to have a phone that has video, or like it has to have like very limited access to like the internet and stuff. Yeah. No. No. And who do we have now? Donald Trump that always needs Twitter. Yeah, we'll talk about him. He's he's oh. gonna come up. <laughs> oh, he he will he will certainly come up. 
um, particularly in that episode that I haven't watched yet. There'll be sort of an interesting idea on that. So, quick ones on there. Directed by a fellow known as Otto Bathurst. Now, where is he from? Well, he might have been from episodes of stuff in the UK that we won't have watched, like Hustle and Peaky Blinders. Um, But he was also the director of that recent 2018 Robin Hood film. You know, the one that wasn't great. I I don't even know about a Robin Hood film in 2018. Oh, 2008 Uh, or 2018? 2018. Oh, yeah, no, I I don't even... Yeah, totally off my I, radar. I, w- I wouldn't worry about it. I've heard it's not great. But uh, yeah, he's also noted for... And I'd, I had a look at the IMDb for this. He's also noted uh, for doing a short series or film called uh, Shoreditch Twat. The, well, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what I don't even know how to spell what you just said. So Shoreditch, as in the area, and then just Twat. I have no idea. Yeah, good old swears. But no, I don't know what it's about. I'm just going to leave it. And that's. I'm just going to assume it's about a Twat from Shoreditch. Cast. Notables, Rory Kinner plays Michael Callow, the Prime Minister in this scenario. Uh, he has been in something big. He plays Tanner, an assistant in the Daniel Craig 007 films. Sort of background character. Certainly not as, as, as prominent as he is in this. Who else did I see on here? A guy called Donald Sumter. He played... Yeah, I know him. That's uh, Maester Lewin from Game of Thrones, seasons one and two. Yep. Uh, he was uh, Kemp in the UK version of Being Human, and recently he's in Chernobyl, the uh, HBO drama that's pretty highly rated and is on my radar to watch at some point. And then, uh, and then we got Princess Susanna, played by Lydia Wilson, who she was in episodes of Ripper Street, and she was also the secondary antagonist in the recent Star Trek film, Star Trek Beyond. She's uh, Kalara. She's the one who, spoilers for anyone who's not watched it yet, gets crushed by the saucer section of the Enterprise. That's a lot of that's a lot of stuff to get crushed by. Yeah. A lot of shit. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So so we've had we've had some of them. We might make a game with some of them because the cast gets the cast of Black Mirrors get more and more notable as the show progresses. But uh, they were just uh, some relatively I say small. They're actually quite big in their own way. But uh, yeah, so it is time to get into the bulk of the episode and we'll go through the the story beats. So yeah, uh, Duncan, you mentioned that the first thing that we see in this episode past the credits or the opening title sequence is uh, Callow just ignoring his mobile phone in the morning. Yeah, it's uh, it just vibrates right off the nightstand, falls right on the floor. Yeah, um, it's, it's nice to see that his, like, his cabinet and his advisors, though, have the contingency plan to think... Shit, he's not answering his phone. Let's oh, just found the landline. Landline? But they do. Yeah, he 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 gets up. Um, he's. You remember landlines, right, Darius? No. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah, uh, you know, like the thing is connected to the wall socket. In the, oh, in no the room. way. And it, it you know do a bring bring and you you know you were then sort of unless you got a cordless version you were then tied to this this piece of plastic. With a with a cable on the side, and you can only go so far. It's like a mobile phone, but a lot more restricted. So you know, that's yeah, you know, that's how that's how that works. So he gets a phone call, and he's told to basically get the fuck up. It's time to uh, have a meeting because something important's happened, something quite disturbing. And we uh, we then cut to him downstairs in his house. He's still in his robe, and he's watching a ransom video. And uh, it's the ransom video of the entirely fictional Princess Susanna of Belmont, 
where she's uh, pleading pleading for her life. She doesn't want to read the message, but she basically decides that she must have to. Um, and she basically goes that, you know, that she's kidnapped. She's going to die at 4pm unless Mr. Callow, Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, does one demand. Just one specific demand. And they, they pause the video at that point. The uh, the advisors, they just uh, they just go, just, just so you know, we have every intent of finding her. But they've got a demand. Oh, well, and Callow's like, well, what's what's the demand? So yeah, this one demand that he's got, he's just like, is it is it money? Releasing a prisoner? Um, he mentions uh, some some sort of charity thing. You well, know. that's what we would expect, isn't it? Especially yeah. especially from like well, let's call it a standard TV series or a movie. Yeah, yeah, we we, we, yeah, we would n- normally expect from you know a random terrorist act to be like, okay, they want. They want something, you know, that would aid them politically, whether that's money or a favor or something like that. Yeah. No, no, not this not this kidnapper. No, he's, he's got one demand. Just one. Uh, on live TV, across all networks, terrestrial and satellite, in the United Kingdom, have full, uncensored sexual intercourse with a pig. Yeah, and, it's, and there you have it. Simple, pro- simple premise. Yeah. It's a pretty, pretty simple... So a premise at that point. And just to sort of go on this, when Black Mirror was announced and they were talking about some of the episodes, it was like, well, what is this? Is this is this a comedy? Is it satire? Is it just a, like a spoof series? Is it anything like what Charlie's done before? And it's one well, of the idea is, no, this is straight-laced drama. And then the first synopsis for the National Lanthorn comes out and they talk about the pig fucking. And we're like, oh, he's, he's, he's adults. He's adults. You know, this is just a comedy about a, you know, sort of a premise who has to fuck a pig. No. Based on, on this, knowing that what you know now on it, Duncan, and Darius on this, did you expect this to go as straight as it did all the way through? Uh, I'll be... It's going straight all the way through. Hey, uh, I, I will say that uh, I, had, I definitely had the problem where I had no idea what to expect when going into the show because I knew nothing about it. But mm. even still... Anything I could have expected, I definitely didn't expect what I got. Yeah, <laughs> I was definitely taken. I was taken aback despite having no effect, despite having no expectations. Yeah, sort of on that idea of like, no, they, 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 no, they, they can't be doing this, right? Yeah. And and Darius, you the same on that? Oh yeah, I honestly I don't really thought it would be that kind of weird. Yeah. To say the least. It, yeah, and it's it's so weird, isn't it? It's like how. How something could be so, you know, how how it could be so sort of grounded, based on such a ridiculous premise. Yeah. But you know, yeah, it's, it, you know, we we go we go forward on it. You know, Callow's sort of does a little, you know, a little snigger on that. It's just like, ha ha, ha ha. Well done, you pranked me. <laughs> What's the real demand? Yeah, it's like, it's like I, I feel like you know, it's like it's 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 like mostly straight, but it's like there's a little bit of like you know dark humor of just like okay yeah this is, this is a bunch of bullshit this is not happening <laughs> yeah and you know it's 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 just uh it's just great you know when they then tell him no that is the demand we can't trace this person there's no code words we don't know who they are but we can verify that that video is legit so he's, he sort of it dawns on him slightly at that point and he goes well it's simple i don't have to do this act because like yeah he's like, basically like yeah okay first off uh no Nah, that's not happening. Let's, let's just get that up there, first yeah. of all. 
Uh, <laughs> second of all, let's find this guy. Yeah, and and you know whatever you do, the press do not pick this up. I want small contingent. This doesn't leak anywhere. We've seen this video. That's it. No one's gonna see this. Kind of like uh, it's like it was like okay, let's let's Obama's bin Laden. Osama bin Laden. This guy is just like <laughs> yeah. This is like nice and quiet. Yeah, nice and quiet. Just one one team in and out done. Um, and yeah, and no and no press. No one's gonna see the video. Except they did. Turns out the video's from YouTube. Yep. There you go. Source of all evil in the universe. Well, the YouTube. I don't know what the YouTube is. Oh, the YouTube. Yeah. Oh, we, we know what the YouTube is. Well, we we probably wouldn't have known back in 2011 because it was only a few years old at that point. Nowhere near as, as the behemoth as it is now. Same with same with Twitter, which is also mentioned later on. Have you gathered that the idea that this might be, what if social media, but... No, stop. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was on YouTube and it went viral. And at the time that they watched it, uh, 50,000 views. Yeah. And uh, people are just... I, f- I think I think that's, the, that's one of the things which they get wrong. It would have so many more. It would be... About this point, we would be talking millions today. Now, to be yeah. fair, they did say that this was in the first nine minutes of it being uploaded. And they immediately took it down. Yeah. Yeah. By the time the news breaks, like that morning, like they say, like fourteen million people have seen copies of the video across oh, all yeah. platforms. So that's that's more realistic. Yeah, but still, yeah. still, I I, w- I would assume it would be a little more higher, much more yeah. higher. And that's the thing that they said. Oh, well, the the media in the UK have voluntarily agreed not to show the video, um, but they did mention that it is trending on Twitter. Which you know, it's like yeah, the bit. Facebook coverage is excellent. Yeah, it's just like, ah, oh, wow, cool. We're straight up on there, and um, you know, and they, it's quickly apparent that there's no sort of they say it in there. There is no playbook for this. This is an unprecedented situation. They call it virgin territory. Yeah, virgin virgin territory. And um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just want to quickly go back a little bit, and I want to mention how like uh, you know. Being a guy who watches a bit of anime, uh, the the whole the whole like uh, interrogation scene kind of uh, it reminds me a little bit of um, like that uh, episode in Death Note mm. where um, like Misa Amane, uh, you know, as the second Kira is like making public uh, broadcasts and issuing demands. It's like I want to see uh, L on TV so I can you know hold him hostage or whatever. And it's like it's kind of like the same feeling mm. that was just a random thought that i had had while i was watching it it's like oh that kind of feels like that yeah so we now we now cut to to a couple the nurse and her layabout boyfriend um you know she wakes him up and's like oh no have you seen this 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 is a princess has got has got kidnapped and they're like bullshit it's not on the news and like, well, why why is it not and then we cut to the offices of highly respected news organization ukn if you've never heard of UKN in the news, don't worry, they don't exist. Ooh, I want um, them to exist. Now, you, you'll see them later in other Black Mirror episodes. They are the the go-to news corporation whenever they need to do sort of news reports and media. And they're the best way to get Easter eggs from episodes in, which once okay. we got to Netflix, they, they throw some in there and we'll explain them in further, in further episodes. But yeah, so we cut to, the, we cut to UKN and... Martin, sort of the head 
of UKN is having a meeting with all the sort of all the reporters of you know how to deal with the situation how they can best sort of get the news out there without breaking the d notice uh, for this but he's he's arguing with this female reporter um malika and she's, she's trying to basically overrule him on this point and just saying well the public wants to know you know you know the public already know why why the hell are we not breaking this story and he's just like well because we're you know upholding this this notice we're trying to be professional, you know. Yeah. We're trying. There's a person's life in danger, you know. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's great. It's just like, look, no one else is doing it in the UK. The Beeb's not doing it. Um, sort of ITN, all this stuff. They're not doing it. And then the moment he says that, like the best timing in the world, an intern comes in the door and goes, "It's on Fox and CNN, Al Jazeera, H, uh, HNK," and he goes, "Well, shit." It's like, well, cat's out of the bag. Yep. Time to play catch up. Yeah, and he phones he phones uh, he phones one of the advisors, Tom, and lets him know. Now can't do it. We tried, but we're we're breaking the story. And he's just like, oh fuck, we're not doing this. And he's he's then having a conversation with the female advisor, Alex. You know about sorting out. You know how they can how they can do this. Sort of maybe try and turn it into a human interest story and just try and keep it keep it as low down as possible. Um, and she's she's got other ideas because um, she's staging a fake sex act. Yeah, she's working on a backup plan where they try where they're gonna plan a, they're gonna try and CGI yeah Callow's face or over uh, some actor. Yep, um, and you know they've hired this VFX artist and they say, oh, is it possible to do this single handheld motion? And it's just like, oh yeah, yeah, it's great. And they go under the the like the bount the bodyguard or whatever he is the sort of the secret service agent at that point is just like need it done in two hours, and the guy's just like, <laughs> no. What do you mean no? Yeah, he's just like, well, no, you've got two hours. So it's just like, okay, so cool, they're going on this backup plan. That's gonna go well. And uh, we then we then cut back to to Callo and his advisor, and they're all talking. Is it you know the confirmed stuff that they already knew at the beginning that it's not a member of any major terrorist group. It's an individual. They have no information. He's unconvinced on that, and is just like, no, no, we can find him. And so I think they mentioned sort of the Obama bin Laden, the Osama bin Laden, not Obama. Thanks, Obama. Um, Obama got the Osama. That's why this is confusing. It's a one-letter yeah. difference, uh, but a big personality difference. Yeah. So you know he's unconvinced. He's reckoning. No, we know who it is. Someone will know. We can find him. Um, and then uh, UKN break the story. It's there all on the news. Um, and it's, it's you know it's, it's it's being watched everywhere. We cut to the nurse in the hospital. All the staff are watching it, including the two porters who are just like just shitting on the whole thing. So like, oh, it's going to be better. Just just do that. It's just, it's just going to happen. It's like oh god, stop it. Um, we go to you know cut to a pub. Woman, the the landlady is taking a delivery of crisps from the from the delivery man. And did you see the plaque in the background? Nope. For is this a plaque in the background. Yeah, there was a plaque on there. It just clearly shows that there's still a little bit of satire in this in this pub because on the side there's a plaque that says uh, "Hot beer, lousy food, bad service. Welcome and have a nice day." <laughs> it's a, oh, this is a nice pub. Uh, Sounds like sure, it. They, they, yeah, they want the stuff. So, so we got that, and then we got a guy working on some tools and stuff in a workshop. Looks like an artist workshop. Yeah, nothing, nothing going on there. So, uh, yeah, and then uh, kid walks in, 
and she's she's speaking with the delivery driver and remember she's like oh she's probably gonna uh, probably gonna ask for a million kid uh, a million quid as of a line the kid just like says nah he's meant to have sex on live tv and it's like what wow nice nice kid yeah lovely yeah so there with his with his with his phone looks like he's about to play some games on it probably he'd probably play Fortnite if this was set now but um yeah he probably somehow still is even though it is made like eight eight years ago yeah true it's probably some that's how that's how that's how much Fortnite has permeated pop culture at this point it's just like it's it's going into the past now yeah um so we then snap cut back to the government building wherever they are which i think is just downing street i mean just some analog for that um tom's trying to get an update on the paper websites telegraph the sun and all that and uh malika is trying to get a government intern to spill the beans on you know sort of what's happening he says no and she goes okay fine and she then goes to a toilet and takes a top off yay sends nudes yep which which i've got on my on my notes here is one photo op later and a deal is made yeah so yeah, if, you know, if only that actually worked in in real reporting territory, it's just like how do you know it doesn't? Nah, uh, fair, fair enough. It is very, very possible. And then uh, back to back to UKN. We're about eleven forty in the day on this now. There we mentioned that it was uh, viewed over eighteen million times on YouTube and is blowing up on Twitter. And then we get that little bit of vox pops. Just the random person on the street just going, no, 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 he shouldn't, he shouldn't do it. They'll they'll find her. Yeah, they have a lovely little. Uh, they have a lovely little like uh, visual bit here, where oh, yeah. um, where it's like you know all the people being interviewed on the streets are like, oh, it's he's this is a disgusting act. Uh, this mayor, this person's a madman. Uh, I don't think the prime minister should give in to his demands. Meanwhile, there's another you know uh, woman. Uh, I think I can't remember if it's uh, the prime minister's wife or just some random woman. I can't remember who it is. But some woman's like on her laptop looking at like YouTube comments and like all the YouTube comments are just like, ah, pig fucker. It's like, ah, fuck the pig. You know, like whatever. So it's like, yeah, you know. Hamgate and stuff like that. You know, there's like a little bit of, uh, you know, human duality. Talking all fancy where, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, the public face of, uh, you know, being all proper and t- doing the right thing and saying the right thing. But. You know, social anonym- media has different plans. Social media is like, ah, do whatever you want. Everything's free. Ah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no regrets. Oh. oh, she's gonna have to suck on pig dick. Yeah, <laughs> just like it's like, oh, she's gonna have hammy cock. Um, yeah. So that turns out that was actually Callow's wife, Jane, who's reading the 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 comments, and she's you know basically busts into the meeting room. It's like this is my house. I was like, oh, I think you'll find it's not. I think you'll find it's uh, down the street. Um, you know, and, you know, she goes in. It's just like, what happens if you have to do this? And Callow's like, well, nothing. Nothing's gonna happen because it's not gonna happen. We're gonna, we're gonna find him. And she's like, but what if you don't? You know, with the, with the human beings, you know, we love humiliation. You know, the event. You it's know, true. It's like people, people are going to want this to happen, even if it, even if it doesn't. People are gonna think about it. Yeah, it's so, already yeah, yeah. People love humiliation in their minds. It's already happening. I believe that's like more or less the quote that that comes up there. Yeah, and it's just like no, it's 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 gonna be fine. So uh, yeah, he then gets a phone call from the Queen. <laughs> you know the Queen, capital Q. Yep. Who uh who uh, it, it, we pick up with her later, but uh, basically it comes down to it's like she strongly emphasizes that she believes that uh, the 
Prime Minister should do everything that he can to get the princess back. Sort of yeah. like Loki implying, like, I really don't care if you have to fuck a pig. Like, just get her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she, she says, yeah, she's like, notice how they didn't say we. She said me. So it's just like, oh, okay, fair enough. You've been given your orders, sir. Um, oh, yeah, but I brought, I brought this up. Uh, they cut back to the nurse a bit, and they were talking about Stuttgart 95. They were talking about a Lars von Trier film, or sort of the way of doing sort of sex films. You know, natural lighting, make sure nothing's faked. It's uh, funny on that. The the nurse, in that she was played by Sophie Kennedy Clark, she would later on end up in two of Lars von Trier's films. She would play the character B in Nymphomaniac Volume 1 and Nymphomaniac Volume 2. So hmm. if you're one of your uh, weird porn films and you decide that Fifty Shades of Grey isn't quite down your street, there you go. <laughs> All my life's a circle... Should we watch? Should we? Should we do the podcast about um, the Nymphomaniac? Oh, oh what, should we do a rewatch of Nymphomaniac? Yeah. Uh, sorry, a watch of because I haven't watched them. I honestly haven't. That's an I'll idea. Just yeah. Dis- disclaimer. <laughs> um, oh yeah, there was that little bit they cut to UK and they've got the two panelists on talking. They're just like, oh, uh, I don't know, this is unprecedented. You know, you know, we've never had a situation where someone's had to make love to a pig before. <laughs> and they just cut back to... Th- make love. Yeah, yeah. can you just get them to, like, skip the details, please? And, you know, and they, and they do that. Um, but, no, success. They've traced the video back. 56.k connections, encryption bits and all that techno babble. Yeah, that actually, I actually really like that. You know, that's, that's like, it's a nice humorous moment there where it's like... And it's just like, uh, I was like, so so 56 bits, right? And then the Prime Minister's just like, Meh, and like shakes his head. And the woman looks at him and is like, no, boring? Algorithms? No? Okay. Anyway, so basically we did this and this, and that's how we found him. <laughs> yeah. I did actually, yeah, just that sort of, the, the, that bit of just like, no, he really doesn't care, just gets to the point, and she's like, realizes at that point, and just like, right, okay, what does he want to know? Ah, yes, this. So they've, they've, they've found the, they found where the video was recorded, uh, apparently an abandoned school campus or some sort of campus. Um, so they they reckon they they found the kidnapper, and she's there because she's you know going to be quite clearly there. Uh, so they organise a strike team, and there's just that little bit you you don't think you notice, but Callo just in the background he just goes, he does a fist pump and just goes yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I gotta tell you, I called it from a million miles away that the guy was not gonna be there. Yeah, and just, yeah, spoilers, he's not there. But funny situation on how it gets there, soon. Um, so, yeah, we, we cut back to the visual effects studio, the artist thinks he's, he's, he's there, he's ready to go, and uh, the actor is on his way, and they've hired a porn star. I seem surprisingly, uh, shockingly excited about the, the whole thing, honestly. Yeah, even though he he mentions at that point, it's just like bestiality is illegal. I mean, you know, I mean, where do I where do I sign? You know, where do I sign my check? Where when do I get cash? And Mister Mister Bodyguard guys, just like or Secret Service guys, just like there's no check. Not getting paid. <laughs> yeah, this is just like Darius has just got it there. It's just like no, you you're doing this for Queen and Country, basically. Well, no. What I get it from it is okay. He might get it's paid like, like, for there it, won't be any but there will be no invoicing. Like there will be no trace of it. It'll okay, be, that's what be I get a from cash it. under the table transaction. So no one is gonna know that this has ever happened, 
which is immediately shot down when some fucking idiot finds him and just goes, Oi, oi! And, uh, yeah, manages to snap a picture of him. And uh, then speaking of, of, of uh, sort of missions, um, Malika manages to get the news off Mr. Intern that uh, he's got a nice um, rescue plan being operated and he is promptly rewarded. With more nudes. Yeah, what a day for him. A full body nude by the sound of it. Yeah, because it's just a whole load of unzipping and stuff in it. So it's just <laughs> like, well, perfect. Um, so yeah, we then we then cut back to our our porn actor, and oh my god, what's his name again? Uh, oh, yes. I don't know. Yes, that's it. Rod Senseless. <laughs> Rod Senseless. So uh, yeah, great great porn actor. He introduces himself to Secret Service guy who just like goes, I don't care. Passes him a, a Michael Callow suit number one, and uh, and then says uh, get get changed. And you know Rod is looking for somewhere to get changed, and he's just like, no. But then uh, he then asks to meet the pig, and he's told it's just in the truck. So they've 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 got the pig, there, ready to go, which uh, as we found out a few minutes before the podcast is called Madge, the giant female pig. Madge. She's just. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he says something like, "It would be rude not to give her a kiss first. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh, good good times. So, um, you know, the strike team's in position now. So the government have watched because Jul- Julian had requested head cameras so they could they could watch the, the operation. And Callow is just smoking away at the back of, of his uh, his meeting room. And Tom just arrives to him and just says, the public is on your side. You know, you do not have blood on your hands if the princess gets killed. But yeah, that's something that he really needs to know. Yeah, so beforehand, it's like, well, it's either you're going to fuck a pig, we get the princess, or you don't fuck a pig and the princess dies. But don't worry, it's not your fault. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like you know, that you, know, you get that sort of, like, political angle of, like, uh, you know, your your image as a, as a leader, as an influential figure, versus, you know, like, your duty, you know, mm. it's like, you know, is it more important to seem like uh, an effective leader it was not you know you know that someone would be proud of as a as a member of your nation or yeah. you know is it more important to like do your job and do what's got to be done no matter how dirty it is mm. yeah. so you know he's he's not exactly reassured but you know at least he's he knows what's going on um back at UKN uh, they get a, a courier delivery um they get a uh, they get a, a thumb drive and a um a finger yeah nice Finger in a yeah. box. Yeah, finger, in a, finger box. in a box. <laughs> uh, a lonely island this isn't, but uh, you know it's it's nice that they've they've given this finger. It's all it's all great, and the file is is then played with a video that just says, "I gave you rules. I said no cheating." Rod senseless, please. And then uh, a video of what presumes to be uh, Susanna saying, "Bye bye finger." And then uh, UKN do what every news corporation does uh, with a finger, and that's film it, <laughs> and then break the story. And oh, yep. does the public opinion change? Yeah, he went from like an eighty-six percent approval rating of just like yeah, he shouldn't do it to like to or, or to like sorry, it's like twenty-eight percent people think he should do it to like eighty-six percent. That was the was the change. Yeah, and yeah, so it's just like now. Look, while there was still a chance of getting her unharmed, that's fine. But this guy's serious. We want our royal. Fuck the pig. 
and yeah he at this point he loses it especially you know at that point when alex then tells him yeah we had the backup plan of you having a staged actor now which uh which he knew nothing about yeah yeah he didn't know anything about it because he had the list of instructions which was single handheld camera spend x time doing the pig no one gets in the way you know all, all that sort of stuff no one helps him he just does it and that's it so when he finds out that yeah alex has went behind his back to try and fail to have a contingency plan yeah he absolutely loses it he lays his hands on it which at that point at that point my public opinion of him changes and just like oh no you you are an arsehole now yeah it's like uh, yeah and it's another it's, another, it's a whole other thing it's just like it's like man one dude in one person in your administration you know tries to go over your head or do something that you didn't approve of they screw it up and then it's your name that's on the line it's your ass that's on the line when they screw up on your watch you mm. know so it's like you know it you know talks about how like you know how dramatically you know of a sh- how dramatic of a shift there can be in public opinion of a of a uh administration you know to, with just one or two major mistakes like that yeah and you know it just ends up being you know just grating on the on that situation but you know they still go on the idea that we still it doesn't matter because they found him and they're going to extract Susanna so they launch the operation and Malaika is there on the scene now without her crew because they get held up by the police blockade uh, so she's just there with mobile phone footage hey technology what if handheld live streams um yeah and uh, the 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 sh- you know it's uh, it's all great everything works I mean, Alex tries to discuss another plan, and he's just like, shut the fuck up from Callow, just like, straight hand up, don't speak to me, you know, and at that point, I think he sort of, you know, the, the respect between them is lost at that point, and, uh, yeah, they, they, uh, they get into the building, though, they succeed to find a blow-up doll. Yeah. Just, just, I just love it, just, you know, the, the, like, the SWAT team guy goes in, he's just like, Runs over and then just lifts his goggles up and just goes, shit. Yeah, I would. Yeah. It's so, like, you uh, just let the Prime Minister down. Yeah. How do you feel? Yeah, at that point they realised that the, 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 the kidnapper was clever and just bounced the relays and stuff like that. And just set up a fake kidnap location. Um, but they did manage to get something out of it. They find Malaika. <laughs> and shoot her in the leg. Yeah. Shot her in the leg. And it took oh, them a very long time to shoot that bullet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it took a lot, and let's just say the guy's that's accuracy. A, that's just a valuable lesson. Uh, don't run from the police if you're innocent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, if you are innocent, even, just throw your hands up and say, "I fucked up. Please don't shoot exactly, me. I'm going to die. If, I don't want to die." If in that situation, if the cops, the SWAT team, or whatever they are, they should straight away aim for the head to be honest yeah i mean and then what, what do they do they basically incapacitate by shooting a rankle out and they just sort of capture and then <laughs> i love that bit afterwards where she's just like she's on the floor she's like ah no I'm this. i found it and funny the... i found it funny when they first of all break the glass with a hammer break the window <laughs> with the hammer and then shoot it through it why don't you shoot in the first place yeah, probably they didn't want bullets deflecting and stuff like that. I mean, his, ac- his, his accuracy was poor anyway. He fired at the ground about eight hundred times before yeah. he tore her ankle. But um, yeah. but I still love that the like the double bit where the the advisors are like, 
Oh, who's she? Oh, Malika something or other. She's a reporter. Oh, fuck. And then the, the SWAT guy who's like goes, is that is that your footage? And she's like, yeah. And just shoots it and he goes, oh, well, there goes your RTS award. <laughs> just like, nah, yeah, yeah, you're not being a, a, a like an award-winning uh, newscaster now. It's like, yeah, 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 pretty much what you deserve, got what you deserve there. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that there gets to that point. The Kalo now. Yeah, they're all out of options. They have no idea where the, the perp is. The, 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 the pickup location was a dud. The CGI yeah. plan fell through. Yeah. There's, there's nothing left. There's no Time's time. running out. There's sort of 30 minutes at that point. And Alex then decides that basically she's, she's done with, with Kalo. And basically says to him at that point, no, there's no other options. Now, you can either leave this princess to die, but you will be crucified, and I cannot guarantee the safety of you or your family. Now, we should mention at this point that Jane and Michael Callow have a newborn baby, because you know, with the fact that she's looking at the laptop, there was been a, just a newborn baby in the side, so mm. that pushes him at that point. And then he's just, he's just dumbfounded from this point on. He's empty. There's nothing left. So, so for it to get even worse for him, just sort of, just gets there because he he just realizes there's there's nothing left to do. He has to do it. So we cut to a, to a convoy at thirty five minutes past three on the TV, um, of a like a a convoy heading towards a TV studio. And Callow gets a phone call from his wife and he just ignores it, and she just sobs uncontrollably. She knows what he's about to do. And there's nothing left. It's just emptiness. Uh, Tom gives one last helpful piece of advice to say that, uh, oh, and Alex, you know, that uh, anyone having the video after midnight on the day of the act is illegal. And then there's also mentioned that there'll be a, like, brown toes, tone noise designed to put people off from watching it. They don't seem to know brown t- audiences. Brown everyone shit themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just meant to repulse them before it even started. Um, not that, not that that works. And uh, as for the act itself, they have uh, they mentioned that they have uh, some visual aids oh. to uh, assist him in the deed. Yeah, which in these just leads to a couple of flat screen TVs showing what could look to be the sixty nine position. Yeah, well, it's just some uh, porn. Just some random porn position. And uh, yeah, and I think one of them. Uh, <laughs> another uh, there's another line where he says like. Uh, uh, the suggestions that we've had are uh, you, you know you want to be you know relatively brief, but don't go too fast because that makes it look like you like like you're like enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. It's like you kind of want to pace it out appropriately. Yeah, it's just oh man, that's just see that's just mad because yeah because now we just sort of intercut between sort of Callow walking down this long corridor. He's took some medication or whatever to just try and like probably anti nausea or something to stop him from going crazy maybe even some possibly viagra. a viagra yeah i was gonna yeah. say um because i gotta say uh erectile dif- dysfunction or not you're not getting it up for that yeah no that's very true and um so the the areas that we've seen the the artist workshop the pub the hospital they're all getting the message lazy bastard in the bed is still in the bed <laughs> at this point and it's you know, four in the like... afternoon and he hasn't gotten out of bed yet He's been awake for eight hours. Yeah, and he just he just looks at the TV because they they say that they you know do not record this on any device, and he just goes, ah fuck that. 
pushes the record button. You know, at that point, I just had a thought for a second that he was going to be the one person in the country not to watch it. But no, no, he just he just pushes record. And, you know, we look out on the streets of, of London and surrounding areas at that point, and it is just... Empty. Completely. Um, we, we come back to Callow, and he's there in the closed set. We've got the the flat-screen TVs. We've got the, uh, the, the pig just chewing away. It does not give no shits. Um, just, just, just there. I mean, they did say that they um, sedated the pig, didn't they? So it was just. Yeah, they sedated it. Yeah, so it's just, it's just sat there, and there's just this one cameraman with his handheld camera. It's like literal skeleton crew. It's just one guy. So you know, I must sort of feel for him. Um, so Callow, he goes and looks, says, says his piece to camera. It's like, you know, I'm doing this for, you know, the hope that Princess Susanna is returned unharmed. I also just like to tell my wife that I do love her, and then pants off. Yep. And so the the you know the the crowd are just there, and they're just like, oh hey, look at this, and then they go ooh, ooh, and then they and then they do this, and it just then subsides because at this point the the public opinion starts to switch again. We sort of went from sort of this idea of oh this arrogance of no he's not going to do it to outrage that he's not doing it, to then sympathy. Of watching this this one man have to do this unspeakably dirty act for over an hour. Yeah, say. yeah. So he was just doing it, and he's he's sobbing all the way through. The crowd in all the places are now silent. Um, and the artist sets up a, a chair and has got some rope, and you know we're cutting everywhere, and now got the the music going over crowd cuts of like disgust and you know, horror and yet sympathy for, for what they're seeing and then we cut to the artist workshop again where there's just a man hanging from the ceiling notably missing one little finger mm. yes indeed like, oh, oh so we watched something intriguing at this point and then also while that's happening on Millennium Bridge in London just a lone woman in a green dress Appears stumbling across. Yeah, she appears. She collapses. Passes by. Come and passes by. Who decided they're not watching the video now? Come and help. Police officer picks her up. It's Princess Susanna. She's just wandering the streets. And, and she's walking out with one shoe. Yeah, just just there. And and then then we cut to to Callow. He's now done the act, and he's puking his guts up in the toilet. The fact that he managed to keep it in. For an hour before, you know, everywhere, you know, is, is, is there. And then here's the hit. Alex gets a phone call from the other, other advisor. You've not seen him for the, like the whole of the episode. And he just phones up. He's just like, yeah, we found Susanna. Um, she was on the bridge. Uh, it turned out she was let go at half past three. So half, a, half mm-hmm. an hour before he pulled the pick. Yeah. So the big punchline to the whole episode is this artist wanted to make a statement about how obsessed we are with media and technology and uh, you know and how with everyone glued to their screens and nobody even noticed that the princess was let go and that he didn't even have to do it in the first place. Yeah. And it and went to sort of a point that he was so disappointed about the whole situation that he just so disappointed with humanity at that point in social media they just hung himself so you know that that sort of comes up and at that point alex then goes wipe that from the story 
no one knows that this happened. Least of all, not the Prime Minister. Yeah, we found we, we found Princess Susanna uh, five minutes ago. Uh, she was she she uh she, she was we had to fight the guy off and everything. It's just like it's like whatever you got to do to make the story sound right. Just don't tell them. Don't about tell that them part. it wasn't actually worth it. So yeah, and then Jane tries to phone the prime minister one last time, and he does what he's been doing the whole thing. He just ignores her and just breaks down. He's a shell of a man. But we uh we start to get to the credits of the of the program and. Uh, one year on, he's the most popular prime minister in history. Yeah, no, thing, uh, public opinion has shifted away. Public interest has really shifted away from the incident entirely. Uh, everyone, everyone just seems to be interested in moving on to uh, to whatever else comes next. Yeah, and you know he's then yeah the most popular prime minister. Everything's great. Susanna's on the red carpet. She's she's all got over the ordeal. Nothing wrong with her now. She's got over the trauma and she's pregnant. Yay! Hooray! She's having a baby. Yeah, woo, roll baby. Um, and like I said, the world has just moved on. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, I mean, UKN are still running a piece on the artist now named as Carlton Bloom, on whether this was just one big art piece, whether it was the greatest art piece in history, or whether it was just a you know a disturbed man, you know, who just had problems with the world. The latter. Um. So, you know, that was that was great. And then we show, you know, both the callows at number 10. Everything's great, and they're smiling, and then they walk into the door, and snap. Jane Callow doesn't believe Michael Callow exists anymore. The relationship is just a front. She cannot forgive him. He is not part of that family. She just ignores him and goes upstairs. And we, we fade out with him just going, Jane, Jane. Yeah, and that's uh, that's the Metal Gear Solid ending for episode one of Black Mirror. So, uh, yeah, thoughts? Uh, lots, honestly. Uh, it's a it's a great show. I have to say, I I've after all having seen one episode, I uh, I really fell for it. There's, I like it. It's it's layered, you know. Mm. Like it's like. There's a lot. There's a lot going on to talk about. I could probably, I could probably spend another thirty minutes just going on, you know, just unpacking all the uh, the allusions and references and just random thoughts and feelings I had while uh, while watching this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, I mean, that was that's the thing. Like I say, we went into this initially. You know, me who was seven years younger went into this just thinking it was just going to be sort of a comedy. Uh, a spoof and it's like and it's like you know there are some lightly comedic sort of you know there's a dark comedy undertone oh yeah but uh but no a lot of it is played very straight as well so it's like you never know which way it's gonna go depending on like you know from scene to scene yeah i mean that's uh, yeah that's the thing for every rod senseless <laughs> you've you've got you've got callow nearly punching a woman in the face you know for every malika nude shot you've you've got Algorithm sequels boring. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's the thing. You know, so that's that's the bar. I mean, you know, I know it's an anthology series, so there isn't a continuing storyline that you can keep sort of going into it. But as a, as an episode on its own, the bar is set straight away. Yeah, for me it was very well. I didn't enjoy it to be honest. I really didn't. I do like 
you know, all that kind of dark things. But somehow mm. I didn't found it entertaining. Um, mm. No, I, I can see where you come from. I mean, yeah, I mean, at and, that point, that is and because still it was, political intrigue. Yeah, and well, to be honest, I will be watching this whole series again only because you guys, you want to do the podcast for it, but that first episode, I really pushed me off from it ages ago when I first saw it. Mm. Uh, and I was, nope, that's not my thing. I'm not going to watch it again. Okay. I mean, you know, teach, teach their own. I, see it's, I, I can understand why people, why someone wouldn't be into it, you know. Yeah. You know, I, you know, my, my, interest, my interest is just like, like I don't know. I, I like, you know, unpacking something that has, you know, kind of a complicated message behind it, you know. I like, you know, trying to deconstruct what it was that this, you know, the the writer and director was trying to tell me through the story. And, you know, sometimes it's subtle. Sometimes it's, you know, a big hammer that hits you over the head and tells you what uh, what they're mm. trying to say. And there was some of both going on throughout this uh, episode, I found. Yeah. Mm. And me, so personally, like I say, I mean, it's, it stands up on its own and it's very, you know, sort of relevant in this. I mean, here's, here's a... Here's a uh, a little, I say Easter egg, a trivia tidbit. This, so we know that this was done in 2011. In 2015, then Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, David Cameron, forever known as David Hammeron, yeah. had, had had backstories leaked in the, while he was a, as a member of a club. He had an initiation ceremony where he had to put his dig into a mouth of a dead pig. Yeah, I was wondering when we were going to get around to the point where we addressed the... Uh the pig in the room, so to speak, of how, you know, this is a great big, you know, allusion to... Yeah, the sort of the foreshadowing, this sort of prediction-ish like nature that sort of happened, yeah. No, so, yeah, so that, that happened and, you know, and, and it was it was brought up by Charlie Brooker himself on the, the weekly wipe. Or was it the wipe of the year? One of the wipes. And he's, he has the David Cameron gammon scale, which was just, it was just um, based on how pink... David Cameron's face would be at any given point, but it worked doubly well because of this pig story. So it was, it was just, mm. it was just, it was just great. But no, I can, I can see where you're coming from. I mean, it's a bit, like you say, it's, it can be a bit heavy-handed on what the subject matter is, you know, the sort of the way the way things goes, and as a, as a way of showing how sort of technology was involved in it. I mean, it's a little sort of it was just more of hive minding, sort of dissemination of media, sort of how that can affect people. But it, it didn't influence, in a sense. People just saw it, and they had their opinions based on that. But it was other stuff that was happening in the background that caused the events, not the social media itself. I mean, a lot of this was, came on the, the fact The that, social media, in this case, was more of a tool. It's just, it is, the, it is the means through which the information was propagated. It was not used as a weapon. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't harshly criticized. It's just, it, it is what it is. It does what it do. Yeah. And let's say, I guess compared to compared to other episodes in the series, this this will go down the list of the top Black Mirror episodes. But as an opener, it was that was as it that's as it was. So yeah, I was I was surprised at how often I found myself thinking about Game of Thrones. Actually, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I wrote several notes about it, like uh, like how uh, you know there was uh, that wonderful line by Mr. by Mr. Cameron. Or not, not Cameron. Uh, that's the real. That's the one, Mister Callow. Callow, yes. Crazy that they both have a C for their yeah. name. Yeah. Um, but uh, how he's like, he's got, 
he says this wonderful line of like uh uh where, where was it it's like uh fuck the public fuck the party <laughs> and i'm like yeah. and immediately my mind jumps to um the fucking the hound from season two he's like ah fuck the f- fuck the gate fuck the city fuck the king <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's, it's sort of inspired at that point and uh and then and then he had uh you know that bit where they're they're announcing that the act is about to take place and uh you know it's like oh well, the broadcast you're about to see contains uh someone doing an indecent act and everyone at the pub raises their glasses like way you know kind of like how like when people see the game of thrones disclaimer of like oh it's about sex and nudity it's like everyone goes way sex and nudity our favorite yeah you know? oh who it's doesn't just, like yeah. nudity everyone loves it you know no. it's just yeah you know, it's just you know putting you know, shining a little light on uh you know the the layman's you know obsessive interest with you know you know morbid curiosity and just like you know wanting to get away with uh a dirty or indecent act or or even glorifying it to an extent mm. Mm. you know yeah, it's, it's always like that sort of case, though, and that that sort of bringing yourself away. Yeah, oh, I'd love to watch that on TV, but to watch it actually happen, as as sort of shown, it's just not not going to work. So, and then, yeah, and then there's like, you know, then there's the whole thing of like, you know, you know, I I feel like I'm not the only one in you know feeling like maybe there was uh, some inspiration by you know you know we talk about the real life prime minister David Cameron, but we're also mm. kind of you know. I feel like maybe uh, alluding a little bit to uh, you know Princess Diana, you know the late Princess Diana, who uh, passed away. What was it, in the ninety nineties? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. That's the one. Uh, you know, and it's you know it's kind of like you know it's like when you take you know something like something sort of scandalous but relatively harmless like David Cameron having sex with a pig and something like genuinely tragic and you know heartbreaking like the death of uh, the the death of princess diana it's mm. like you're sort of colliding these two themes of like tragedy and scandal into like one cohesive narrative and it's like it's kind of interesting with like today's landscape because it's like you know there was a time maybe not even long ago probably cl- like you know maybe around the time that this originally aired where you know tragedy was happening all over the place but everyone was too obsessed with the the scandals to really pay it much mind but now it's like you know you know you want to take a look at like the the trump administration it's like oh yeah since you know bring that back from way at the beginning of this recording uh it's kind of like the two go hand in hand very much like this uh the national anthem you Mm. know it's like the tragedy is the scandal and the scandal is the tragedy and everyone is obsessed with it in the same way that uh, that uh, people are depicted in this show, and it's shocking how how hard they hit that then that nail on the head so yeah. so far ahead of time. Yeah, so that that'll be the thing, and we will we will wrap up with that with that sombering thought because I tell you, it does it get the rabbit hole does get a little bit deeper? <laughs> but um, yeah, we will we'll uh, if you could join us next week where we will then discuss fifteen million merits. Uh, where we can now look at reality TV and Xbox avatars um, again, along with sort of media hive minds. You know, we'll see, we'll see how dark that goes. But if you like what you heard, please like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, leave some feedback, comment, do whatever you need to do, and don't and kill each other. To... Yeah, don't don't kill each other. One last thing before we go, though, I will put a graph up. It's the deaths to Black Mirror episodes ratio. 
it's gonna it's gonna get fun as we go through there and i know that's a bad thing to say but just watch how it goes there's going to be an episode that will ruin that all for you but until so next we, time so we have one death to one episode one episode right? one suicide yes. to one episode that is correct but uh yeah we will uh, leave it for that for this week so thank you duncan and thank you darius no worries and uh until until next time see you later uh, yep bye bye